In these week's parshas, uh, almost in every parsha, Rashi begins Lama uh, Nismacha. Why is this portion next to next to the other one? It has some meaning, like in the parshas Baloischa we just read this last week. Also, the parsha begins. Why was the parshas Baloischa next to the Hakrovas Nesim? We talked about it, Rashi says that Moshe Rabbeinu felt bad till Hashem told him that yours is better than mine, yours is better than greater than theirs. This week also the parasha begins in parasha Shlach Lecha, uh, which really begins the story with the Meraglim. And Rashi says right away in the beginning, why is this portion of the Meraglim, why is this portion of the spies, why was it placed close to the section, the portion that talks about Miriam. Rashi says that the reason it's placed so is because we find that Miriam got punished with Saras because she spoke about her brother. She spoke against her brother, against Moshe Rabbeinu. And these people, these evil people saw and they didn't take a lesson from it. And they went and spoke bad about Yisrael, as we see the, the spies. That's the reason why this parsha comes next to the other parsha. But the, the, the question that one wonders right away is, why is there even a problem? Why is this parsha next to the other parsha? It just belongs there. And the story of, uh, of the Meraglim took place. It follows the order. I mean, where else... Where else should it be? If it's not, it goes the story in the Pashtas where we learn in the Chumash. We don't need a reason why this comes afterwards. Why does the portion of the Meraglim follow the story of with Miriam? Because that's when it took place. Chronologically. Before it says in the Pasik, in Baalaischa, it says in the end, it says, afterwards the people traveled from Chatzeris. Chatzeris was the place in where Miriam, the story with Miriam took place. And then they camped in Midbar Poran. And in Midbar Poran, the story of the Maragdim took place. So what's the problem? One after the other. And later on we see uh, this many times, Reverend Midbar Poran took after. Yeah? Oh, yeah? They didn't bring the carbon paste all these years. Gnus Shal Yisrael. How is that connected? Okay. Okay, but that's not exactly. But like by Behibin Sayahar, and we talked about also the Rashi says, that it doesn't belong here, it belongs elsewhere. We see the parts of Behibin Sayahar, and we discussed a little bit over Shabbos. But there's an, interesting, there's an interesting idea over here, which is brought out, but it's, it's very difficult. The, the Rebbe hints to it also in Lakut Sikhas in the Aura. Uh, but in the beginning of the Parshish Devarim, uh, the Pasuk begins there with the Loshan, and it talks about, in a way of a hint, the various different kind of sins that the Jewish people sin. But it says it in a disguised way. So one of the things that it says there, it says V'chatzeris. What does V'chatzeris mean? Rashi gives the two pshatim. But one pshat in V'chatzeris, 
Rashi says that refers to the Machloikis of Koirach. Rashi says. Chatseris, Rashi the Machloikis of Koirach. Chatseris, the Machloikis of Koirach. We see that from Chatseris, they went to Midbar Porom, as the Pasik says over here. So it was first Chatseris, then Midbar Porom. But in the Parsha, we have the story of the Meraglim in Shlach, and the Parsha of Koirach follows the story of the Meraglim. So the order is Miriam, Meraglim, and then Koirach. But over there, Rashi says, Chatseris, Rashi says in one pshat, is referring to what? Is referring to, to Koirach. So that Rashi seems to say that Koirach's Machloikis took place in Chatseris. That preceded Midbar Porah. Because they went from Chatseris to Midbar Porah. So according to that, one would say that actually the story of Koirach took place before the story of the Meraglim. The story of Koirach took place in Chatseris. That was with that because that's what Rashi says over there. Vachatseris that it took place in Chatseris, and we know from Chatseris they went to Poron. We know the story of the Meraglim took place in Poron. And also, when you look at the order of the Masois, it also says they went from Chatseris. They went later on to Midbar Poron. That's the way the Membeis Masois, the way it works out in the end of Parshas Masai. So that would be one way tempting to say. So that would make a lot of sense now why Rashi says, Lomonismacha. So how come we stuck in the portion of the Meraglim over here next to the portion of Miriam when really this whole story took place after the story of Koirach. In our Chumash, the way we read it over here, first is the story of Miriam and then the story of Koirach. But really the story of Koirach took place first. Frekt Rashi Lomonismacha. Why was it close by the Parshish Meraglim to the Parshish of Miriam after, before the Parshish Koirach, really the Parshish Koirach took place first? And Rashi answers because this was a message for the Meraglim and they didn't listen, that's why he's put it together. But the truth of the matter is, even though Rashi says over there, Chatseris refers to the thing of Koirach, in the Pashtus, in our Posik, we find two references if this should be the case, that the story of Koirach took place before the story of the Meraglim, so then it would be impossible for the Torah and the story of the Merag- and the story of Koirach to reference the story of the Meraglim, because the story of Meraglim never happened, right? Because if, if the story of Koirach took place before the Meraglim, it's just plot later on, within the story of Koirach, you can't find a reference to the story of the Meraglim, which never took place, if we should say that it actually, the story of the Kairach, took place before the Meraglim. The problem, the Rebbe brings down one place, but I think there's also an additional place, that we find in the Parsha of Kairach, where there is a reference in two places, where it references the story of the Meraglim, which tells us that actually the portion of Kairach came after the story of the Meraglim, because we're referencing Number one, it says, when Moshe Rabbeinu, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu fell on his face, when the Machloikis fell on his face, it says, why did he fall on his face? Because Moshe Rabbeinu was like very, very upset. He says, this is already the third time that I'm trying to intercede to save the people. And Rashi starts counting. One of them was Kibris Hataiba. 
The other one's the Trashi with the Meraglim. And now it's the sin of Kairach. So Rashi clearly says that the story of the Meraglim came before the story of Kairach. Rashi is making a reference and saying, this is already the third one. So it seems clearly that the story of the Meraglim took place before. There's another reference. Because when Basan and Aviram were being disrespectful to Moshe Rabbeinu by the story of Kairach over there, they said, we're not going to go up, you know, even if you're going to poke out our eyes. We're still refused to go up. We're not going to listen to you. So they said, what did they say to him? They said to Moshe Rabbeinu, you didn't keep any of your promise. All what you said, you told us you're going to bring us up to the land of Eretz Yisrael. And then eventually what you really told us is you're going to die in the Midbar. When did Moshe Rabbeinu tell them they're going to die in the Midbar? That was by the story of the Meraglim. By the Meraglim. They were got the punishment that for 40 years they're going to spend in the desert. So we see clearly that in the story of Kairach, he's referencing what it took place in the story of the Meraglim. So we can't say that the story of the Kairach really came before the story of, of the Meraglim. Because then you can't reference it over there. And the Pshat, one has to say that Rashi in Devarim says Chatzeris Kairach. Yeah, okay, Chatzeris can mean Kairach because it was not too far. Chatzeris could be. This, this, this would be also not, not Mukhrach to say. We don't have to say that it happened in Chatzeris, even though Rashi says that Chatzeris is a hint. Could be there's another Chatzeris, could be next to it, but that doesn't take it out. So, but what we still need to understand. Why does Rashi ask your Laman In that case, if we're going to say that the story of the Meraglim Taka took place at that time after the story of Miriam, so what else should take place? Laman It seems, again, I'm not so sure, but from the same thing is with the Baloischa and the same thing all the time. Laman may not be such a strong question as, oh, it doesn't really belong here. There is, even if it belongs there, everything is also by divine providence. The stories that belong and the stories that follow each other have meaning in addition. Maybe it's not so much in the, even in Mikra. The question of Lama Nisvacham is not it should have been written, something else should have been written there. Rashi says that there is a message to learn from the fact that this story comes after this story. What to learn doesn't necessarily mean that it had to be written somewhere else. I'm not saying. Maybe that's Bedoichik a little bit. In Pshat, it's a little hard. But Lechayr, it looks like the story, yeah? Maybe it means why the story of Beragam happened. Why did Beragam happen? But then Rashi doesn't answer that. No. Rashi just says the message is, the message is. The Beragam happened because that's when it happened, because they were going to Israel, yeah? meaning why, because they didn't No, it doesn't seem like that's why it happened. It seems that they should have learned the lesson. Okay. All right, more to talk about it, but this is just... uh